0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you.
1: Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you? Doing well. Thank good. you. Thank good.
0: you. And we have a f- couple items here, and I liked your statement yesterday about somebody likes to tune in because because it's the only place where they might hear a positive thing. <laughs> so I hope we're not deceiving ourselves. But I actually, I, if I promote the you know something optimistically yes i can't know for sure but it makes me feel better too <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so true. it's what you concentrate on and if you dwell only on the evil that might come tomorrow uh, then that means what we're doing has no purpose yeah. so we're hopeful that uh, we will have a favorable influence and today it's back to the truth matter you know which seems to be a running theme, whether we're dealing with domestic matters, economic matters, foreign policy matters, political matters, who's telling the truth, and uh, and uh, it becomes it becomes an obsession with some. Uh, and I, I think it is especially true: the bigger the government, and the more likely they have an empire, the more the lies. Because uh, uh, you know, truth is treasonous uh, in an empire of lies. You know, so so people, uh, but they continue to tell lies. Bigger the better, because people seem to be more gullible. But there are some who want to sort it out. Uh, there was somebody I know rather well that was uh, trying to sort some of this out this week, and. He interrogated uh, an individual that's very much involved, but not lying, it's just a, a little bit of uh, modification, disinformation, doing what's best for the state, making sure that democracy thrives, and not letting a few people have uh, varying opinions that might confuse people. So uh, he had his chance at one of his committee hearings. and. And I, I thought he did a, a great job, because the whole point was—I uh, like the best point is—and you probably mentioned it—is uh, you know the the whole idea that uh, that the people are smart enough to figure it out. They, to me, they have a right to figure it out, uh, you know, under certain circumstances. But he said the people are definitely smarter. Uh, than pe- people in, uh people in in Washington. I hope I didn't overstate that, but basically, uh, and, and the big thing is, why do you have to trust the government to tell you what is true and untrue? Because, uh, of course, I think everybody deals with that every day in their lives and their personal matters, their economic affairs, and certainly their political affairs. So anyway, uh, what... Uh, exactly uh was Rand talking about the other day at
1: the hearings yeah, it was yesterday and it was very important senator paul was grilling alejandro mayorkas who is the secretary of the department of homeland security and uh, a big chunk of that i would say most of it was taken up with discussing this new disinformation governance board that was set up within the department of homeland security and that's important because usually something like the state department would handle disinformation something like this but no it's in one of the most heavily armed government agencies uh, that we have in government they've got millions of bullets and they uh, they're an enforcement agency they're a military agency a pseudo military agency so I was asking what's this all about what is this disinformation how do you know what the disinformation is and um, it's pretty remarkable we're gonna play the clip here but Majorcas actually had the gall to say oh no, no nothing to see here just move on folks in fact this board is actually going to help preserve civil liberties. It's not going to offend civil liberties. So listen, here's, here's a great part of where Senator Paul uh, talks about government trying to control disinformation. We'll start at 512 and end at 605. Here we go.
0: Vulnerable migrants to our border illegally. I think you've got no idea what disinformation is. And I don't think the government's capable of it. Do you know who the greatest propagator of disinformation in the history of the world is? The US government. Are you familiar with McNamara, the Pentagon Papers? Are you familiar with George W. Bush and the weapons of mass destruction? Are you familiar with Iran-Contra? I mean, think of all the debates and disputes we've had over the last 50 years in our country. We work them out by debating them. We don't work them out by the government being the arbiter. I don't want you to guard rails. I want you to have nothing to do with speech. You think we can't determine You know, speech by traffickers is disinformation. You think the American people are so stupid they need you to tell them what the truth is? You can't even admit what the truth is with the Steele dossier. I don't trust government to figure out what the truth is. Government is largely disseminating disinformation.
1: government is the biggest disinformator. The U.S. government is the biggest purveyor of disinformation. And you don't even know what disinformation is.
0: I'm not going to argue with him mm-hmm. the next time he comes to see me. Yeah. <laughs> I think that he's on to it. it. You know, it reminded me of uh, of an incident that occurred during the presidential race. And it was uh, this whole idea of who's telling the truth. And, uh, of course, there was on occasion I took a different position than the, uh, the rest uh, of the majority of the other candidates. And uh, th- this had to do with a philosophic. Uh, a conversation about obeying the Constitution, taking the oath of office and probably de- declaration of war and, and these these kind of things. And um, and everybody was saying the same thing, but a young man came up to me and he he wanted to, uh, to thank me. He was very nice uh, to thank me for telling the truth. So my question to him was, but did they all say the same thing? And his answer was so blunt, he says, they weren't they weren't telling the truth yeah so you don't even need a board to figure that out Uh, i mean that that person there made his own decision that doesn't mean that he has perfect knowledge but it means that he's capable of thinking about it and deciding when somebody lies and i think Human nature is pretty good at that, you know, at, at sorting things out when the people are lying and, uh, and, and know when to ignore it. So that uh, the, the, it isn't that you can't do it. It's just that if you don't do it their way, you know, have a board and uh, have AOC and a few others and Nancy Pelosi decide what is truth and what is not, uh, then, then that's when you really have problems.
1: Yeah, and Senator Paul, you know, said to the secretary, you know, uh, no matter how despicable he talked about how CNN purveyed disinformation about the steel dossier for years, disinformation about the steel dossier, and he said, no matter how despicable it was that CNN did this and knowingly did this, so I wouldn't want the government to get involved and label it, in, you know, and, in, and put them on a government uh, website, even 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 for them doing that, you know, and he then he also asked. Mayorkas about this uh, Jankovits, the woman who's going to head it up, asked her if she knew the, he knew she, she made these crazy TikTok videos. He said, no, I had no idea, knew nothing about it. Uh, there's also a video out there where she, now this tells you where she's going to rule. And she's, you know, she's a government, she's, <laughs> she's not subject to anyone, right? She's, this is what she sees on video claiming that parental concerns over the teaching of critical race theory in schools is, quote, disinformation for profit. So you know where she's going with this thing. She's gonna be hitting the parents who don't want CRT in schools. She's gonna be hitting uh, people who happen to support President Trump. This is where she's going. This is what she's gonna do with it. And it's a very dangerous thing, Dr. Paul. And in fact, I think we have, um, I think we have, thanks to Politico, well, occasionally they do a good article. We have a little hint on the past of when this was tried before. Can we put on that, I think it's a fourth clip, of a picture of Woodrow Wilson, if you're ready to move on for this, Dr. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. This is from Politico today. Why Biden is in danger of replicating Woodrow Wilson's propaganda machine. And I knew a little bit about censorship in World War I, Dr. Paul, but I did not know that there was an, the government entity created by Wilson that is so strikingly similar to what's being created today. It's almost chilling.
0: You know, and and that brings up the the subject of Eugene Debs, who was a socialist. I'm sure there weren't very many issues on economics that we would agree with. Uh, But it was Woodrow Wilson that couldn't stand the criticism. And it went on, not just one month or one speech. It it occurred during the war, but we weren't in the war. But once we got into the war, um, he was more outspoken than ever. And uh, he, uh, he, one of the statements they've used as a quote to describe his position that really clinched it that he was in trouble and got in prison. And it was several years before a Republican president, you know, pardoned him. But uh, his statement here that was really, really, you know, it was over the top. He says, The working class have never had, yet had a voice in declaring war. That sounds. That sounds true to me. Yeah, and that's what Debs declared: if war is right, let it be declared by the people, you who have your lives to lose. Yeah, it, it's so simple and so clear and so constitutional that uh, you know when, when you think of the biggest biggest issue, then there are a few of the economic issues that uh, uh, violate some of the details of maybe our philosophy but that would be so minor compared to if people would just accept this and that it, it gets a uh, gets a, a prison term of years, and then he has to get a pardon because he was sentenced for a lot longer than that. And uh, that w- that wasn't the only case. It's been systematic. But uh, that actually, uh, well, the debate, the Sedition Act, and all was passed right after yeah. the Constitution, but then then repealed rather quickly after that. But uh, they uh, uh, the, the, they they know exactly what they're they're doing. Uh, because they have to silence the truth. I think think this is so true, and war especially, and Rand mentions those, and we talked about it for years, but it's also in economics. You have to deceive people in order for them to go along with it. I was just thinking the other day, you have to deceive the people can make sure they don't think about it, and they say, well, you're sure there's a, uh, the oil prices are going too high, oh, that means there's not enough oil, ah, well, we have a president, he's an activist, so he says, well, we have oils uh, stored up uh, in the reserves to be used in emergency, but I don't think it meant a political <laughs> emergency, so what does he do, he goes and, 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 and draws on the, uh, on the uh, Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And now today it's announced, six weeks later, has to buy oil, to refill it, and guess what it's doing to the oil prices? Skyrocketing. So this week expect the oil prices to get a real bump just because they refuse to to pay any attention to common sense. You don't have to be a Ph.D. A matter of fact, if you have a Ph.D., it might mislead you, you know, in many
1: ways about what to do with the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Well, it's, you know it, it goes back to this disinformation, and Debs was suffering under what Wilson created. He created the Committee on Public Information. It was created uh, just a week after the U- Wilson drugged us into World War I. Um, and it was headed by the Jankovits of, t- of, of the time. Uh, this, his name was George Creel. He was a partisan hack. He worked on partisan political affairs. He helped Wilson get elected. The stated purpose of this, this is all in the Politico article, the stated purpose was censoring information that would compromise military operations. Probably reasonable at a time of war. But as they write in Politico, over an 18 month period, it became a ministry of propaganda. And here's Creel himself. He said, there was no part of the great war machinery that we did not touch. No medium of appeal that we did not employ pretty remarkable, and we know, as you point out, with with Debs and so many others, it became literally a ministry of truth, where you could literally go to prison for your views about the war. Now, we're not quite there yet about Ukraine, NATO, Russia war, but we're getting closer, and putting someone like Jankovic in in office, or even having the office, moves us in that direction, inexorably. The Republicans, what are they going to do? Here's my prediction, Dr. Paul, I hate to sound cynical but when they take power are they going to defund it are they going to investigate it are they going to prosecute are they going to do anything no they're probably going to just put their own person in power uh, and keep it and keep it as it is
0: you know that's a giant leap that happens and that's when it's very dangerous it sort of had this this type of thing was happening on the war on on covid Uh, you know they they take these things then they do them and they don't say too much but when it comes out on the table and they say, yes, we're doing it, but we're doing it for your good. And this this is important. And uh, it's for democracy and liberty and the Constitution. And uh, they, they put it out there as justified. And they don't even try to hide it. You're absolutely right. That's what we did. Because the manipulation of language is, is what, what is necessary to take care of the people. There are enemies out there. there are, and right now in this country, the enemy is. People just speaking out on their own and giving opinions, you know, and and that that in itself is their justification for having control on speech.
1: And just one example is when we just talked about the other day, the ghost of Kiev, right? This was this great hero. And a lot of people said that this sounds phony. There's no proof of this. Those people would fall under the disinformation attack and they're proven right. And as you say, the whole thing happened about COVID. This is a step in the wrong direction for the United States that we know
0: the. The good part about that, at least we're looking for something good, is that they were discovered and they had to come clean on it and they admitted it. You yeah. know? Uh, but that doesn't mean that they won't try it again. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be at it again. And it, the wars have to continue. The empire has to continue. The inflation has to continue. The, the lies about deficit, everything else has to continue. in the necessity, of course, I, I, if you're going to weigh... THE DANGER OF EACH ONE OF THESE THINGS, YOU KNOW, IS REAL HIGH ON MY LIST ON THE OBSESSION WITH uh, POLICING THE WORLD. And uh, I remember George Bush's first campaign, I thought, oh, maybe there's some hope. He ran against all that. Yeah. He said, uh, we, we shouldn't be policing the whole world. We should be non interventionist I thought he was stealing our stuff. Yeah, really. And, and then I think after his first appointment, uh, we, we knew what would really happen, and it did. And look, look at those eight years yeah. you know, in foreign policy. A number of dollars spent and lives killed. You know, It was terrible.
1: And also spying on Americans and and, and restrictions on speech. Well, the last thing I'm going to talk about today is a little foreign policy because it's caught our attention. Thanks to Dave DeCamp at Antiwar.com, the great work they do over there. He highlights an article that appeared in the New York Times. We can put up that next clip. New York Times, U.S. intelligence is helping Ukraine kill Russian generals, officials say. Now, this is about as close as you can come to being not just a proxy war, but being actively involved. If we tell Ukraine, look, over there, there's a Russian general, shoot him. Huh. You know, when we're using our intelligence, obviously the, our eyes in the sky, what have you. But the claim is Ukraine is claimed to have killed 12 Russian generals. Most people believe that's an exaggeration. But even if it's one general and the targeting information was given them by the US, that makes the US, certainly, I mean, if it was, if, if you were, if it was a criminal case, right? And you told them your wife's over there, you know, go, go shoot her. She's, she's hiding in this other apartment. You can go get her over there then I think you would you be prosecuted for being an accessory to the crime? <laughs>
0: and, and, you know, in, in the age of this modern technology and in the age where presidents now has been acknowledged that they can order assassinations, Republicans and Democrats have done that. So that principle is out there and it's so much cleaner. You know, oh, you're, you guys are right. We, we have to be careful with the money spent and the number of people killed, bad publicity, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, now, now they have this technology where all they have to do is – and maybe that's what they're already doing. If they know where the generals are, they, they will be targeting them one way or the other. Yeah. So that uh, – of course, it's the issue that is so bad. The technology adds to the danger. But, you know, I can see nothing – to justify that type of operation. I think it's, it's an immoral activity to target individuals that have not been a direct threat to, uh, to us. I believe, I don't believe it's uh, authorized in the Constitution that under certain circumstances, that's what you have to do to protect the people. That's, that's not there. And there's no practical uh, good coming from that, and targeting targeting the generals, and accelerating, or but yeah, but we we haven't put our troops on the ground like like you know what yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the troops are there, the CIA is there, the uh, the uh, secret police that we have, and how can how can you argue this whole stuff? Just out of common sense, if you don't want to talk about the Constitution, it doesn't make any sense to do this. It's uh, If you're for war, it makes sense to you. But common sense is that the people aren't going out of the way that they, they would like to have another war. And so far, the statistics are uh, still on our side. But I remember, sadly, now when they were uh, angling up to uh, have the massive invasion of Iraq, that the uh, propagandists were able to change public opinion.
1: Yeah. And then,
0: of course, the popular opinion right now, probably would be on our side, you were right, you know, and we've had people come back and say
1: that too. Yeah, you don't get any extra brownie points for being right. (laughs) But you know, if people would call the representatives and say no more money for this war, because it's bound to come back, you know, that might have an effect. But you know, one of the things that struck me when we talked about the US actually admitting, yes, we are helping kill Russian generals is a story that came out back in 2020, if you remember. And this is when they were building a case against Trump Uh, And it was, and of course they had to build the case against Trump by saying how evil the Russians were and the fact that the Russians were running Trump as their agent. But you remember the whole Russian bounties thing? We're in Afghanistan. The Russians are paying the Taliban bounties to kill American soldiers. We need to go to war with Russia. We need to attack Russia. America was so outraged, and rightly so, at the idea that Russia was paying another country to kill Americans, even Americans that were there not legally, we were outraged. Well, it turns out the whole thing was a lie. The whole thing was a farce. Even the administration, even the intelligence community said, we don't have any information on this. But nevertheless, the reaction in America was outrage, anger, fury at the idea that Russia was helping kill American soldiers. Imagine how the Russians feel at the American government admitting we are helping kill your top military leaders.
0: how much were we doing before we knew we, the people knew that we were in a war in Afghanistan because the uh, uh, the, the people there uh, uh, were getting support, we were involved very much, and uh, the, pro- the policy was to bleed Russia, to bankrupt, the, not Russia, the Soviet system, yeah. because the Soviets that came in, and the, that was the purpose and a lot of people still say you know probably did it wasn't too long after that that uh, they, they went broke and economic matters uh, did undermine the empire but I'm, I'm just wondering if anybody thinks about that in washington now uh, c- could it be possible that if that's the war going on who's bleeding the most uh right now You know, there's plans with China and Russia, try to compensate for the disruption in the international financial markets. And uh, maybe the undermining of the dollar may well come about. And uh, it it could be that, uh, that that strategy, I'm sure they would like to see that happen, but that strategy just may work. That would be a bad sign for the U.S. if you're thinking about those. If you're, if you're all in, uh, enthusiastic about, what well, we have to maintain it for prestige sake. That's what used to really get to me. We have to stay for prestige. We can't leave now. Uh, it, we, we, we would have to admit defeat, and uh, we would look weak if we leave. Just keep killing, keep fighting like that. But the bleeding is going on. There's no sign that the bleeding will quit. And, uh, and there's no signs that there's going to be more love thrown our way yeah. with a policy that we have around the world.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just going to close by thanking our viewers for watching the show. Please pass the show around. Send links around to people. Post it on social media uh, so we can help get the word out. There are a lot of people who are challenging this uh, uh, this narrative that's being thrown out at us, and it's not easy to do so. We rely on you for your help, and you do help us a lot, and we appreciate the fact that you do so. Uh, On the conference we've got about one table worth of tickets left so if you're interested in June 4th in Houston go to ronpaulinstitute.org you'll see a hyperlink on the upper right hand side where you can click for more details and we look forward to seeing you then.
0: Very good. I'm looking forward to it. I always have fun there and I hope everybody that comes will uh, indeed uh, enjoy the event, learn something, and get to meet people that you hadn 't met before, so there are some values there, and I think they are very important. Uh, you know We are realistic, uh, we know exactly uh, how much influence we have, but the, the interesting thing for me is you don 't know how much influence you have because sometimes you know ideas spreading and you don 't even know about it, and some of the most pleasant times i run into now young people a lot younger than me that was exposed to uh, the things I've, I did in the campaigning and they have their own organization and they're active and they're very good at it too and uh, we don't even know about it so in a way I think that's pretty neat because ideas spread and if it's a proper idea and a good idea uh, it, it can't be stopped by all the nonsense going on all the stuff that we can't stand going on in Washington. The bankruptcy is coming, the the moral bankruptcy is here, most people know about it, the financial bankruptcy is here and the runaway inflation, people know about it coming, that will demand the change, and it doesn't mean it has to change for the worst. We're in this because it's an intellectual fight, and we want people to to change in the direction of moving toward liberty, because if you're interested in freedom and prosperity, you will accept these basic principles of non-interventionism. I wanna thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.